Are you ready to give your employees and customers smooth, secure digital experiences? Then you need Ping Identity as an identity security pioneer. Ping champions your unique identity so your employees can be productive rock stars and your customers can engage with your brand wherever and however they want with lovable digital experiences. I'm the Chief Identity Champion and I'm here to help. Visit pingidentity.com today. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Preach with Rashad. We back with another episode, another sermon. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's that downtime of the, of the year. NBA is finally the free agency frenzy is finally slowing down. You got the NFL training camp starting up, so you know I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of looking for making sure my team don't get hurt and tear the ACLs, which you already had. I know at least two. I, I think I've seen so far uh, key players going down already. So you know that that whole saga is about to happen, but. We got a couple topics today. We're gonna we're gonna knock them out. You know how you know how it go. Preach care, preach with Rashad, man. Uh, how, how have you been, man? This week everything's been good, man. Slow motion, slow motion. Yeah, I mean, I, I, had, I had up and down day. You know, running around, did get a raise today. So you know, we boy, you know, hot boy summer. We, we, we still we still <laughs> cashing out. <laughs> young, young rich, you know, out wire and amigo. Shout out to them. Um, so we're gonna go right into our talk, man. We're gonna talk about the fever. I know it's coming. It's coming up at the end of next month, um, but it's been a lot of like <laughs> quick, quick shakeups and and a lot of players dropping out. First, we had uh, Anthony Davis. He made the first you know domino as far as far, you know coming out. Uh, then we had for other countries. We really don't, don't see that that much, but it was Ben Simmons and Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins not playing it for Canada. He said that he will play for the Olympics if they make it. But you know they need to win this. You know wh- whatever the qualifications is in this, they had, they had to get that to make the Olympics. They they missed it the last time, and then Ben Simmons dropped out for Australia, and he would have been the best player on the team. Uh, so that was the first three dominoes, and after that, it was like everybody in mom was dropping out. So uh, we're gonna talk. Let's let's start off with the people dropping out and and uh, and the guys that are remaining, and we gonna we gonna talk about whether. USA win the goal. Um, do do does this open up the other teams for the World Cup to be, I guess, less parity? What 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 are, what are we dealing with here? So, uh, Rashad, what what kind of like you know? Every time somebody drop out, I, I hit the text. I was like, man, there, there goes another one. There goes another one. And you know, I was actually surprised that Damian Lillard dropped out. Uh, that kind of that kind of took me by surprise. Uh, is anybody else took you by surprise dropping out? No, nobody really took me by surprise. I mean, just I, I understand where you're coming from. Like, man, everybody keep dropping out, so the USA gonna lose. I'm like, they're like the hits just keep coming, the hits keep coming. Like, it's just day after day you see another name popping up. But I still like what the roster can be. Uh, it'll basically just be like a a younger roster with you know Spider Mitchell and Jason Tatum, and they'll probably get Miles Turner and guys like that. So just kind of. 
rebuilding around a younger, a younger core, pretty much. Um, basically, the future of the NBA. Um, but I'm not surprised about guys dropping out. They all have valid reasons. You know, Bradley Bill, um, he's expecting a child around the time, you know, they'll be playing August, September. So that's a valid reason. And then you got guys like Dame or AD. Um, I can see why they pulled out just because of their their whole plan is to compete for a championship. So you don't want to go ahead and get extra miles on your body. I mean, these guys love the country. They don't mind representing for the country. But when you've already secured your bag pretty much or you're looking to secure your money like an AD, things like that, there's really no point of putting extra miles on your body for the, for the FIBA and then trying to win a championship in May and June. So I can see why all these guys backed out. It's all for, you know, valid reasons for their own NBA careers as well as just their own financial interest too. I mean, yeah. Now, now when I say that we're going to lose, it's more so to say of the other teams – out there versus rather than us because, yeah, do I think these are good players? Of course. Otherwise, they will not be, you know, added to the team. But, you know, when we added Marcus Smart, I was like, come on, that is young. Come on. what? I mean, I, if you're going to go with this young movement, I, I understand we need some veterans, but, you know, I would love to see, you know, I mean, I know, I know, um, like, you got, you got Kimba in there and Kyle Lowry, so it's kind of hard for a guy like Darren Fox to get in. But, if we're going with this young movement, I mean, let's, you know, let's let's go with the young movement. Don't add Marcus Smart. Let's add Darren Fox. I mean, if you want defense, I mean, Fox can do that. I mean, he might not be a smart type of defender, but, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying like that. We got Drummond and we got Kevin Love with the veteran. We got Miles Turner on the way up. You know, and I, I do, I did think that, I understand Anthony Davis. I get his reason. I he I think, I, I don't, I, I just think it's, now, I do know that the FIBA is kind of starting late. And that's probably the real reason why most of these guys are dropping out. Because if it was like, let's say it starting now, like you got plenty of time to, you know, recuperate your body and, and get right for the season. And I, I can I completely understand James Harden. He plays too many minutes. He's what, 29 right now and has a body of a 34 year old because how many miles he got on his body. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't miss yeah, games so, at all. James Harden plays almost every game, every season. I, I, I get Harden. Now, Bill's situation, you know, baby, baby, blah, blah. I can understand that to a certain extent. But I thought he was going. He was going to drop out if he got traded, which would make sense. Um, and then CJ, though, I mean, Dame. I, I understand. I thought Dame, who I won't say cried about it, but you know, complained about not making it a couple years back in the last FIBA, and then not the Olympics. You would think, okay, this is his time to show up, show out. And I do understand. I don't want as a, as a Blazer owner. I don't want both of my guys in there uh, just because that's my two best players. Playing and like you said, the, the mileage and you know they're going for championships. Um, just think about the Paul George situation. It's all it's all yeah, you guys think about. Yeah, but I th- I think that's more freak. The that was that was the NBA fault actually, just because of the, the they they didn't have the goal they had the goals thing so close. So it, it, it you know that was that was kind of freak accident. But um, but but alluding to like guys leaving and what we got, I'm looking at the other countries, Serbia and and Greece, um. I'm not really worried about Spain no more. No, Pargasol, not his prime. Pargasol dueling it down. I don't think Ibaka's on the roster. I'm not. I, I'm. Not, I can't remember. But and you and you, you you got your other countries. Canada. That's a that's a good team to watch. I th- I think this is the first time though, and this is the reason why I was kind of upset that Ben dropped out and Wiggins not playing and all these guys not playing, is because this is the first time that we actually can watch, like, World Cup or slash Olympics and. See good basketball and not just watch USA. 
Like, I feel like I can go and watch Canada versus Germany because Germany going to have about five NBA players. And Canada going to have, like, six or seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a good time to where the, the brand of the NBA can be so, you know, it's so global. And that's, that's why I was really upset that, that Ben decided not to come because you had the opportunity. You know, I, if, if, he don't, if he don't come out with a jump shot, first of all, then I'm going to be pissed off because that's the only reason why I would say that you dropped out for Australia. Um, now, I, now, I understand, like, see how you were saying about, you know, championships and everybody dropping out for that. These guys wouldn't play, like, 40 minutes, you know, in the game. They're probably – I mean, you don't need at most 20 from all these guys. But I do understand, this, this, like I said, the, the tournament is so close to the NBA season. But when you got Serbia – when we play Serbia, if we play Serbia in the, uh, you know, in the middle rounds when it comes to it, we're playing. We're not going to have the best player on the court, as long as Jokic is out there. Um, and you know this. You know how it go. Uh, if you if you're an NBA player, and let's say you know for example, Patty Mills, Patty Mills on the Spurs, role player, always been a role player, good role player. But when he plays for Australia, that mother ooh, is a star. <laughs> like he, he goes from he goes from what like let's say ten points a game to you got to put Kobe Bryant on him. I mean, Kobe Bryant played him a couple years ago in the uh, Olympics because. Nobody can guard Patty Mills. It's like it's like a whole different, you know, different uh, level that he reaches playing with his country because of the chemistry, the f- for like familiarity, the the comfortability playing with these guys. And now we're talking about two elite players in the NBA are you know are in the World Cup. Giannis and his brother, you know, his brothers, and he got you got um you got Milos who played who played in the NBA. I think I think he played a couple couple times where he at least had at least in the last turn uh World Cup he showed out. And then you got like the uh, Bajelica from the Timberwolves, I believe, on his own team, and of course Bobin. Like that's that's the seven seven four. How, how tall is he? Seven. Uh, man, seven, he's like seven three. Seven something like that. It, that's a massive of a man. You know, he got him, and you got Bogdanovich from the Kings. Um, like you know, and that's why I was upset. Uh, a lot of you guys coming out, and USA. Wow, man, USA dropped out because we're not going to at least with Anthony Davis on the court or Harden or uh, on the court. I know we got the best player on the court. Now you can you can debate between who's better, Giannis or Harden, blah blah. But at least I know, you know, at some point Harden and Harden and Davis can't be stopped. At least one of them. If we had just one, I'll be fine. And I, I would never, I wouldn't say that we, would, you know, that we might lose. Um, but I, you know, I think with we our best player being Kemba, uh, is that who our best player would be? You you would say? Uh, it kind of depends. Uh, I really like when when it comes to USA basketball or even FIBA, like. I don't really think there is a, a such thing as the best player because everybody sacrifices their game for, for for the for the greatest sum of the team. So like that's why I don't really care about when, when it comes to the NBA, the best player on the court matters to a certain extent. But when it comes to like the the Olympic Games and the World Cups, I don't think the best player on the court matters because like you said, a Patty Mills, he's gonna play better on his team because he's familiar with guys from his country and of course he's taking on a greater role. He's he has to be more of a scorer, things like that, versus just playing a role on the, on the Spurs, things like that. Or you have, like, when Kobe goes to the Olympics, he's like, y'all see me on the defensive end. I don't care about trying to go get 30. Like, you just lead the scoring to Melo or KD, and you got Bron and Kobe locking down guys on defense, things like that. So I don't really think the best player on the court thing really really matters. Like, well, I, say, I mean, I say you know, this. it's just – it's just situational because, like, as long as you have like the right parts together, it, it, it'll work. That's why I feel like if they go younger with some Tatum and Julius Randle. Like, I know they're inviting a lot of guys. You're gonna probably invite about thirty guys, 
and then you'll kind of see who fits, who doesn't, and you'll well, get the team down to those 12 guys. Well, it, it, was, it, it was already cut to what that camp was going to be for, you know, right before then they made the team. But because of the guys all dropping out, they had to add some, you know, had to add some back, which yeah. which does make, you know, make your odds look better. Because they don't, they don't, I think they only added four guys, right? Jalen Brown, Julius Randle, Thaddeus, and Marcus Smart. And they had multiple guys drop out. So your odds are making it. Oh, the Tobias Harris dropped out too. Um, but you know, a lot of guys, you know, they got you got a lot of guys who uh who dropped out and your odds are better. Um but see, the re- reason the reason why, you know, when we play the Olympics or we play FIBA, we always win because of one thing. We 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 had the talent, you know, to overcome, you know, the the opponent's team's chemistry. You know, like no matter how long Australia been together, no matter how long Argentina's been together, because we have Kobe, we have Ke- Kevin Durant, LeBron, or whoever it may be. The, you know, just, just the different guys that we like, even though we struggle as far, you know, we might struggle chemistry wise. We know the talent on the court will, you know, will outseed it, you know, and th- th- that's the reason why I've kind of drawn a little bit because, you know, when, let's, I mean, no matter, no matter who you say the best player on the team is, whether it's Kimba, whether it's Tatum, Drummond, Love, Kevin, or, or you say the best player is on the team. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Kevin Love, Kevin Love dropped out. Ke- you think Kevin Love dropped out? Well, he ain't got a reason. He's not yeah. going to championships. Anyway, um, uh, because because these guys because these guys are you know they I don't think they're close to Jokic or to Giannis, and with with that great talent that they have, with the chemistry, that's what I want to see. Can are we going to be able to rise to that you know rise to that challenge? Because you got to think, okay, who's going to check Giannis? Who's going to check Jokic? And then like you said, you know, Boban's going to be whatever he is in the NBA, he's going to be two times better. You know, Bogdanovich. For the Kings, is you know he's solid, but he's gonna be pretty good now, you know. So it's kind of, it's kind of like that where he's like, well, you know, where Jalen Brown in the NBA is better than Bogdanovich, but overseas Brown got sacrificed and Bogdanovich gets better, so they're kind of like even now, you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like that to where I'm saying that I don't think those two teams, that's the only two teams I think can beat you, like can beat them just because they're gonna have that that factor, and it's, and it's not just because they have Giannis and just because they have Jokic, it's because they have five or six NBA guys instead of just one. You know, like, you know, most countries like uh like New Zealand in this is got Steve Adams and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some right. guys just had like some teams that had like one or two like, guys yeah. and it's pretty Those much. Those teams we're gonna destroy about you know no matter who what we got. Um for some reason, bro, uh before we move on to the next topic, for some reason, Greece has Tyler Dorsey from Oregon on there. Now I didn't know Dorsey was from Greece. Is he I, I assume that's why he's playing that overseas because I mean, he got a regular name. Like, unless it, unless you say it, Dorsey, I don't know how you say it, but I, I don't think I don't think that nigga Greek. You know, what I, mean? I, don't, I don't think that nigga Greek last name. So uh, I don't know why he's on there, but Kyle Dorsey was, you know, that's that was, he was a pretty good college player. So um, you know, add, you add him and you add Nick Kalathis to that Greece team as well. Uh, they got Costa Kufis and they got Giannis's brothers and they got uh, you remember the uh, what, I can't even say his name, Papa Papa Giannis. From the Kings, they drafted. they drafted some center out of, out of nowhere uh, in the lottery. You know, while we like, you know, why the Kings drafting all these big men? They already have that. They, they had Boogie at the time. They Willie Carter style, and then they had drafted another guy, and he's back overseas. Now. I can't. I can't remember who. But he, he like he's a center. Like he's another guy that's on the team that you know. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say he had NBA experience, but you know, his name he didn't draft it, so he got something. You know, uh, so I, I'm very interested to see what happens, man. And I really I hope nobody else drops out. And I hope they. I, I know Paul is gonna make the right decisions. Um. And USA probably will win, but like I said, the I, if, if, we, if we avoid if we avoid Serbia and Greece I mean, in Greece before the championship game, 
then USA probably wouldn't go because they're going to be tired of playing each other and we can go, you know, we'll, we'll get there. I think by the end, in the end of the time, I think if we have to run through both of them, it probably be a little difficult. But if we get to only have to play one, then USA probably will win the goal. They probably will get the most talent in, in the whole country, in the whole, whole thing. But we'll, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, I think they win the goal. I won't say easily because they never win it easy. I mean, they struggled with Spain a few times. And Serbia so. last time. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah, so I won't say they'll win it easy, but I think they definitely will win the goal. And a lot of young guys who are going, they're going overseas. It's, it's a great chance to bond with some of the other guys in their draft class slash age group for, like we've seen in the past, for future free agency opportunities. Maybe, you know, maybe the a next duo or super team. Um, they can also work on their branding because, like, overseas, there's a lot of chances for endorsements. Like, Clay Thompson, he has a, uh, you know, a Chinese shoe brand. Uh, I think D.O.A. ended up getting a Chinese shoe brand at some point. So, just going overseas to Japan and to China and all these different countries, you know, just exposing yourself to these different things, you get a chance to kind of uh, do it your brand. And uh, on your on your endorsement point, I think his mom um, is like of Greek descent, something like that. So I think that's why he plays uh, for Greece. He's smart because you know, make USA team. <laughs> yeah, then he played. I think he did. He play uh, some under eighteen with USA or, or with uh, with Greece. I think that was. I, I think I think he's on Greece's under under nine under eighteen under nineteen. He's on one of the teams. I think. I, I think I think the guy you're talking about who has to he has to ask could he play. I forgot who it was. It's somebody who played. Uh, oh, it's um, uh, uh, Okagi Okogi Josh who go uh, from Minnesota Timberwolves. He got to ask. He got to ask people can he play with his country. Um, I want to say. I mean, of course, it's African country. I cannot think of who. Maybe Nigeria or something like that because. He played USA under 18, so he had to get permission to play over there. But we'll find out. But, you know, it's, it's, it's going it's to be great, bro. It's so many NBA players, bro. I, I'm, I'm so glad to, I can, like, ooh, Germany playing Serbia. I can watch it because it's going to be a lot of guys. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's going to be fun in, in, in the next month. Um, Tim Duncan, man, your boy. He's back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's Duncan versus everybody from my <laughs> greatest power forward series in our poll. The greatest power forward of all time is now assistant coach to – Popovich, and you talking about man, low key. That's a if you say strap him up for assistant coaches, a, a Becky Hammond at the point to looking at the center. But I, I, I don't know what 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 duo coaches can beat that as far as assistants, man, because these guys are ballers. Um, you know, I still think I'm still going with my analogy because it's it's really hard to be it's not analogy, but um, reasoning is hard, kind of hard to be proven otherwise. And that's, I mean, great players, low key equals trash coaches. <laughs> like uh I mean Magic didn't do good. Uh Jason Kidd had slight success. Isaiah Thomas yeah, he, he wasn't he wasn't terrible. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. Uh Isaiah Thomas was okay. Was okay. Now Mark Yeah, he was okay. Now, Mark Jackson, I, I don't want to say he was a great player. He was a good player. And he I mean he was a you know solid good coach. So I guess he he's probably the best one as far as both ways. Steve Kerr was a role. Oh, oh no, De- De- definitely Larry Bird. Okay, yeah, Larry, Larry, Larry. But see, Larry Bird coaching. What was his? Was it he stepped down? Did he from Indiana? Because he would. Yeah, yeah, he, he did three years in Indiana. They made the finals and stuff like that. All right, so yeah, Larry, Larry, I guess Larry Bird will have a large sample size, but he did he he did do a good job in Indiana. So I, I would give that. Okay, Larry Bird probably the one on one. So I don't know if to unless unless I want to throw in Bill Russell for being a player yeah, coach. I'm still rolling. I'm still rolling. I'm still rolling. LB. I'm going Larry Bird. Oh. Um, so it's it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like um is Tim Duncan going to be a head coach? Is this all he's? Is this, this is all he care about? Is just being back in the NBA? I don't I don't know his his motive. 
Um, but I'd rather have – I want Becky Hammond to be this first next coach uh, over Tim Duncan, but if that if they come down to it, probably step away from the game. But, you know, it's just good. It's, I mean, it's good to have him back. Man, I, I, I'm going to love seeing him on the sideline. I think he can help that team grow. Um, he, can, he can, you know, Lamar, a guy like Lamar Arch can pick his brain some more. You got guys who can, you know, who who is yeah, very young team. So it's guys who can learn from, you know, one of the best to ever do it, top ten of all time. So uh, I think I think it's a good move by Pop. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Pop Vich quote, quote that he said. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. What did he say? I already been your assistant. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was that, that was pretty funny. Um, but I mean, really, really, that's what I really all had thoughts about it. Now I'm just glad he's back, and I don't know if he want to be head coach, but you know. Uh, I, I my vote still Becky Hammond over Tim Duncan when it comes down to it. Yeah, I like to move for Tim Duncan as assistant coach just because the Spurs assistant coaches they get poached every year to other franchises. Mike Budenholzer, Brett Brown, um, you know, just every about almost every year to somebody gets poached from this from the Spurs' coaching tree, which is which makes sense because Popovich is a legendary coach, one of the two greatest all time. So. You know his his formula and how he grooms guys to take jobs is it's been pretty proven. So I can't say I'm mad at you. Got to keep on rebuilding the cubby and stacking your team with, with more good assistance. So I think Tim Duncan would be a asset to the team. He can work with Aldridge some more. He can just be a oh just 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 being around the team just to like you said pick his brain and spread knowledge and just to be a you know a sounding board for Pop at times things like that. Um, is it possible that he becomes Pop's successor? Maybe. Um, I still hope it's Becky Hammond. Um, I, I want to see her be the first woman's head coach in the NBA. And I think in a market, in a franchise like San Antonio, it'll work. Like, if she was in someone like New York, of course it won't work. The media would kill it, and she'll get so much unnecessary criticism. Mm-hmm. But I think if she's a coach of the Spurs, you know, it'll it'll work just fine. Um, I think it's, it's a good move by the Spurs. And I'm a big fan of guys being lifers, like you spend your whole career with a team, and then when your career is done, you always come back to that same franchise because guys like Michael Jordan, he didn't get that chance. He had to go to the Wizards to get in the front office, and now he's in Charlotte. And then you got guys like Isaiah Thomas who had to go to the Knicks and the Raptors to get into the front office. He wasn't with Detroit. Or even Larry Bird, he he wasn't in the Celtics front office. He spent his whole career there, but he ended up being in – Indiana's front office. I like when guys are, are like lifers, and it would surprise me if we see um, two or three years from now, if we if we look up and see Dirk in like a GM role with the Mavs or uh, a coaching role, because I just feel like Mark Cuban's going to want to keep him around the game as well. Yeah, that, but, yeah man, that's sense. enough for that. Yeah, that's enough for that Spurs, Tim Duncan talk, man. Let's talk about a former Spur. Let's talk about my dog Kawhi, man, him and his uh, – his uncle out here making some alleged <laughs> demands, according to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I think it was uh, Monday's episode. He was reporting about how Uncle Dennis was out here making requests for houses and airplanes and sponsorships, stuff that basically violates the CBA. So, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say it's far-fetched that that stuff may have occurred, but sometimes, you know, when you're acting as an agent, you kind of got to push the buttons, push the envelope a little bit, and see what uh you know see what organizations are willing to to give or work on behind the behind the curtain for you. Because a lot of these guys who own these teams, you know, they they have other interests outside the NBA. So of course, some of these guys could probably hook up with some guaranteed sponsorship money or 
you know, arrange. Like, Tuan was already saying it. Hey, man, you can <laughs> you can eat here for free or we can get you these apartments, all that kind of stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me if Uncle Dennis was pushing for that kind of stuff, which I have no problem with, you know, even though it may violate the CBA. We know things go on, you know, under the table all the time, just like with this whole tampering, tampering thing. There's no way you can monitor guys tampering or teenagers tampering just because you can't stop guys from being friends. You can't stop people from networking, going on vacation. So that whole tampering thing, I think it's just a waste of uh, a wasted conversation. Yeah, it's, it's really a mute point because, um, I mean, first of all, you know, that, that whole power move that, you know, Kawhi made and getting Paul, Paul, Paul George got there, I mean – you know, if, if all Kawhi got to do is call somebody, and if, if it's that easy, like, you know, I don't know why a lot of guys don't do it. Like, for example, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, hey, man, <laughs> why don't you go to Minnesota and say, trade me? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, if it's that easy, I want to I go to, I want to go to, uh, I want to go to Phoenix, you know, Phoenix, first of all. <laughs> man, Kent just came out a little while ago saying he want to stay in Minnesota, man. He he likes it there. He loves where the team is going, so. We we may see cat play his whole country out of Minnesota. He might, but you know, I'm, I'm just saying, it, it, it's temper is so easy. I, it's, it's no point. Of, it's no point of finding Matt Johnson like you did. But I understand about front office guys. But like you said, the player is going. You can't monitor it. Um, and I mean, I mean, you can always cheat. You can always like, for example, Magic put if Magic was still there in L.A. and put a bug in LeBron's ear to go talk to blah blah from you know from this team and this team. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy to do so, and and you know, uh, Adam Silver always try to come up with different, you know, different things, and he's not. He's always trying to please the players so much. So I know he's not going to find the players for tampering. Um, that's just something he won't do. And Kawhi, man, and his uncle, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, uncle Dennis, crazy man. <laughs> hey, man, Uncle Dennis about that business, man. That's his. That's his nephew. You gotta look out. Look out for like you said that, that tampering stuff. It's it's so pointless, man, because you can't. There's no way to prevent it. You can't seize people's phones or emails or DMs. You can't seize that kind of stuff. It's just like when the whole Tom Brady thing happened about the footballs. Man, I'm gonna destroy this phone. <laughs> and, 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 and y'all, good luck with that. So like, you you can't prevent tampering. Like these guys are these guys got each other number. They they go play pickup together. They visit each other's houses in the summer. So like. Is LeBron tampering for having Russ and CP in the backyard smoking cigars? No. Guys got I – mean, you're going to have fun. These guys are around each other. They understand each other's lives. They probably live in the same neighborhoods in L.A. and all that kind of stuff. So you really can't prevent tampering. What they should do – and normally I don't get the NFL that many props, but the NFL has this down to a formula. That's why you never hear about NFL tampering because the NFL is smart enough to have their championship, you have, you play the Super Bowl, then you have free agency, and then you have the draft. Like it just makes more sense to do it that way, because after you play the championship, the season's pretty much over. I mean, everybody's in the offseason except for two teams, and as soon as they went, they play that game, they're in the offseason. Guys are gonna start looking for other deals anyway. So I mean, why not go ahead and have free agency, give out your big money, sign who you want to sign. And then the purpose of a draft anyway, to fill the roster. is to fill yeah. in, the, to fill out the roster, to fill in the needs that you have. So the NBA needs to go ahead and flip the script, man. I mean, when the finals end in June, wait one week, I guess, go ahead and do free agency and just move the draft back till early July when, when uh, free agency normally starts. Just move it back. You got you got to flip it because it's just backwards, man. Like you got guys 
drafting people and then trying to go spend big money on people. Now the roster don't even fit. And then then they be drafting, they be drafting, uh, you know, Zion and go sign their favor. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you, you got you got to you got to flip that thing around, man. Like the, the whole point of a draft is to fill in needs, or you you either draft for a need or you draft for fit. So like, I don't see why they do it the opposite way. You should do frequency first. So you know then, all right, well, if we can't sign – I'm just like – he wasn't afraid. I'm just throwing a name. We know, all right, we can't sign Brandon Ingram. We need us a wing, so now we'll draft R.J. Barrett. You know, something like that, yeah. you know, just to make it make more sense. But I don't know. If Adam Silver does anything, he needs to flip this process, and then you can eliminate Tampa. Right, because then, you, just like you said about NFL, the Super Bowl ends what? Super Bowl ends, uh, fe- Super Bowl ends in February. First week. Team's got to make a decision what to do. You know they got they got a, I mean they got less than three weeks before before you have to franchise tag somebody or, or cut yeah. somebody. You know you got you have to get moves very fast. You ain't got time to wait and sit there and ponder because I mean because you know for a lot of teams like I mean let's let's say for example like the season ends in NFL in January like week seventeen is January and then the Super Bowl is February. So you you don't have time. You don't have that 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 a long law because if you're the you know if you're the Hornets you're not making the playoffs. You're done in you're done in mid April. Has to wait till Man, July. Somebody team be done it. Somebody team be done it all stuff. You right, you, and you're right. And you you exactly <laughs> right. And you have to wait. You have to wait the whole entire season just to realize you ain't getting Kimball Walker. <laughs> you know, like you ain't coming back. So you had you had to wait the whole time. Lost him. Panic because you, the draft already happened. Now you gotta go panic because you lost Kimball. Now you gotta go get Rozier and pay him twenty million dollars a year instead of instead of oh I lost Kimball. Okay, not go draft Kobe White yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so you could you could you could have replaced because you didn't have to wait. You had to waste all that money to go get him. So get PJ Washington. You could okay. Let's trade him in the draft and go get like you said Kobe White. So you know it's just you know I don't I don't know the NBA need to do something and and it ain't, it ain't working for Tampa because like I said it's too it's too long of a too long of a haul and too many guys to be talking for for it not to happen. So yeah, I feel like if they even though it's starting to change now, I feel like if they flipped it where. Free agency happen first, and then you draft it. It'll prevent a lot of overpaying because you'll feel like, well, why would I over? Why would I get this guy three years, sixty million, when I can go get a cheaper player on a rookie deal in a draft? Same skill set with probably a higher upside. Right. That's how I see yeah. it. But you know, that's how it is. All right, man. That's enough NBA for right now. Uh, any any more stories? We'll come up with some. Uh, like my boy Paul Gasol to the Blazers. Oh yeah, we got we got the power to the Blazers. He he he's going to join with Whiteside, Nurkic, and uh, Zach Collins. Yeah, that was smart. Get get some to play both positions, um, because they they needed and another it. quick hit. We got the we got the Clippers uh, press conference with Kawhi and PG. Yeah, well, the Steve Ballmer's wild. Steve Ballmer's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's man, kid. Hey, something wrong with that man. He got too much money on his mind. Too much money in his pocket. Bro, that crazy. If they. I want them to win a championship so bad, like because the trophy presentation and then the parade. Oh man, he's gonna be losing it. <laughs> uh, let's. But think about yeah. if Kawhi hit that game winner for the Clippers, man, against Philly, man, Bomber would have went crazy. Bomber, man. Man. he would be in the hospital <laughs> for real. Um, so let's, let's let's move into the NFL. You got my boy Warren Sharp coming out with all these. Uh, his little, his little, like I guess, book of the NFL for the, this season, where he got a lot of analytics and all that stuff like that. And I, I believe he's the one that put out his tier list with, along with other executives and coaches around the league. Uh, the NFL tiers, quarterbacks, man, this is probably like, you know, t- tiers is the best way to rank things. Um, 
Because you can get so caught up in rankings. You can get so caught up in, well, Brady's one and Breeze two. And now you, and now, you now we're sitting here debating for 40 minutes. Well, we realize, we realize that they both do, had the same – they both are on the same level. They both do different things for their teams. And, you know, whether they one or two, you know, they're still top, you know, top tier. And, that, and that's really all that matters, uh, in, my, in my opinion. It's like it's like when you, it's like the, like the NFL top you know top 100 coming out right now, and people I saw a lot of people upset about Cam being ranked what 80 something, 87. And they they went crazy. <laughs> I was like, bro, relax. It's it, players in the NFL do not value quarterbacks as, as we everybody else does. So at the at the end of, at the end of the top 100, look where Cam falls. How many quarterbacks in front of Cam? And then if it's like you know. 15 quarterbacks in front, then you got to, you know, you might have a little problem. But if it's on like eight in front of them, why you shouldn't be crying? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I, I, I never care about the NFL top 100 because you, it's not like the NBA where you can say, this is clearly the number one player. This is clearly like the 25th or 30th player. With the NFL, it's so many positions. Like, exactly. guys only play one way. You can't really define who's the best player. Like, like who, who can say defensively that Cam is better than. Robert Woods, like <laughs> right? That. You really can't. Yeah. Like, you can't accurately assess that. So, like, it's just a ranking. Like, like you said, when it comes to list, normally the best thing to do is tiers because you can kind of separate it into different categories of what you not also what you want it to be, but you have a defined criteria mm-hmm. and you know who fits the criteria and who doesn't. Like how we just talking about the athletic, the list they came out with the QB tiers. Like tier one is. Guys who can definitively carry a team to wins all the time. And they had Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, Big Ben, and Russell Wilson. Those eight guys have proven that they can carry teams, no matter what talent is around them, to playoffs, to Super Bowls. Like, that's a defined criteria, and those eight guys meet the criteria. Like, that's how you – the final list. And, and just, just for the rest of them, number two is two tier two is can carry a team occasionally. That's if, you know, I won't say all the cars are right, but you know, you, you got a couple guys on your team, you know, not you're not hitting the injury bug, you know, you got good coaching, you know, stuff stuff like that, and you can win. Um tier three, need a strong running game or a strong defense, maybe both. Um and that's not a knock. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. To be a tier three quarterback, I don't, I don't believe so. Um, <clears throat> uh, and, and it's kind of like you know, a tier three quarterback can win you a Super Bowl. So it, it's been proven. Trent Dilfer did right, it. and so then Eli Man did it with the Giants. He was already fading. Then the defense was was tearing Tom Brady right. Up. And then for, number four, tier four, 
will be unproven slash best suit as backup. So, like you said, you already said the tier one quarterbacks, and I think that is perfect to a T. Um, now, it kind it's kind of a now I do I do think this matters though. I think I think you know this is a separation when you rank when you rank the tiers though. I I do want you to rank it in order because you know for example uh, tier one like you said you already said, you already said the name they had Russ eight. Out of the eight quarterbacks, Russ was last. I don't, I don't believe that. I believe Rivers will be eight, in my opinion, to where tier two, which is could carry a team occasionally, is Matt Ryan. He's the he's leader of that, and Matt Ryan and Rivers can fluctuate depending on the year. Like last year, all the, all the, all the uh, players for, for the Falcons got hurt, and Ryan proved, that you, proved to you that he can't win when that happens. You know? so, but then again, he had Kyle Shanahan coaching, and it don't matter what what happened. Freeman go down, Coleman go down, Julio banged up. He go, he was gonna win, and he's gonna win regardless. You know, so it's like you got so when, when you do the rankings and you do your tiers, I do kind of like the, the the order just a slightly little bit just just for that because you're talking about who's at the front and who's at the back, and doesn't make sense for the next guy on the you know top of tier three versus bottom tier two. Well, they're pretty close, you know, and so forth and so on. Uh, for tier two though, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Stafford. Watson, Jerry Goff, and Baker, and um, honestly, I think I agree. With I mean, that. I I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't I'm not you know I'm not a golf fan. I'm not a big golf fan. I think he's, I think when we when we say the next tier tier three guys like the first couple guys, I feel like they're all in the same boat, which still makes sense because they're at the bottom and they're at the top of tier three, bottom of tier two. So it, it still makes sense. Um, uh, I don't think Baker done enough to to be on this list. Um, to be to be a to be a two, um, especially after just 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 his upside, like the, the, the like upside. Yes, I, I, I understand like Baker's probably the closest thing we're gonna. He's probably gonna be the closest thing we get to like a Drew Brees because he's he's accurate, just a will to win, and kind of how he, you know, just based on what we saw from him in college and how he kind of sparked the Browns on, on the second half. Once once they let go of Hugh Jackson, he you know he they fully committed to him. Baker, I think Baker's already tier two, just like I think golf is already tier two, like golf. He only really has like a hole or two in his game, so you know, <clears throat> and that's and that's really because like sometimes without McVay's play calling, you know, Mc, golf may get a little rattled, things like that. Like McVay kind of unlocked him uh, for us, like you know, making plays and they got weapons around him. But I think golf is tier two. The only person who's missed from tier two to me is uh, Jimmy G. Like I think Jimmy G's uh, he's gonna be an elite quarterback. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's gonna be Hall of Fame or anything like that, but I think he's – one of the top fifteen to sixteen elite guys in the league. Well, <clears throat> I I think I think Jared Goff need. I think he he fits the number three the definition. I, I feel like he fits the need strong running game or defense. Now Baker, Baker I would say Baker is over Goff in in that sense. Um, but I think that if he doesn't have a strong defense or Goff doesn't have the running game, I don't I don't think he can be. I don't think he can carry the team occasionally. Um, and that that's just. That's just going off the criteria and the, the definition of what it is, um, and like I said, you know, it, it's it's kind of hard to knock somebody when he 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 has one of the best one of the best coaches in the game, and you know, it's hard now now like it's hard to prove, you know, um, versus you know when his when he first came out as rookie, blah blah. Um, but tip, but look at that Chiefs game, you know, golfer he had to he had to put the, the team on his back and keep up. And, I mean, even though Gurley did some work, he still had to golf still had to do his part, and then look at the Super Bowl, hey. you know with. Chiefs, we know no girly. He still had, he he kind of missed a few throws here and there. I, but I think the Super Bowl is more of like a a coaching mismatch than golf getting outworked. So, but golf, I, I think golf is solid. Well, well, that's what 
But see, that Super Bowl, right, that was a strong defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, Patriots ain't put up number, number 13 points. Like, and I think I think when you talk about a tier two quarterback, you know, whether whether that – I mean, I feel like – I mean, I feel like Matt Ryan could have – you know, Matt Ryan could have won that Super Bowl, you know, with, with the Rams. If, that was, if it was Matt Ryan instead of golf, I think Ryan, Ryan would have hit – you know, obviously he's a veteran. Obviously he's older, so that makes more sense. But, you know, I feel like – I feel like the guy, other guys in this in this tier – Maybe not Baker because he's too young. I I just think you know Bill Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks has been proven that you can't stop him. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a right, wash. Right. But the other four guys is Ryan Wentz, Stafford, and Watson. If Wentz is there, <laughs> um, I think those four guys could have you know could have well would would have had a better showing in my opinion. Um, especially especially in that McVay system where you know things are like kind of happen like you know uh, rhythmically like you got this this and this. It's kind of like layers to it. Um, I don't think Jerry Goff's a number two, uh, a tier two. I think he's three right now. I mean, I mean, it's possible he gets to a two. Now, I would believe, I, I do believe Baker's there. Uh, like as far as like, like I know he will be two this year coming up. But then again, he, like he, he's a guy who can flutter, you know, flutter back and forth depending on the year. Um, but tier, I mean, you guys, you got anything else you want to say about tier two? I mean, I'm just glad Matt Stafford is finally getting some recognition Facts. because he's he's basically Aaron Rodgers without the organization. Like this dude, if you gave Matthew Stafford some talent around him, the Lions would be pretty solid. Granted, the division needs tough, but man, I'm just glad to see Matthew Stafford finally getting recognized for the talent that he is. And I'm glad you say that because everybody, all the y'all love to kill Matt Stafford. He is the. I mean, the, the Lions been perennially trash. Like they wasted Barry Sanders. They wasted Calvin Johnson. He is the. Like, what does y'all want Matthew Stafford to he do? He is the only reason why the Lions is even winning five <laughs> games. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, the, the reason why you even you look at you know, guys play fantasy. The reason why you even have a shot at these guys. Golden Tate made a killing. Marvin Jones is making a living over there in Detroit. You know, Kenny Galladay on the way up. Carry on Johnson. Like you got the Lions has never they they, they haven't had the coach. I think Patricia is going to put them in the right spot. I don't think he's gonna be the guy to take it to the next level, but he's gonna put him in the right spot. And by then, it's gonna be too late. Matt Stafford's gonna be too old, and they have to draft the quarterback. Now, I think they might get lucky to like a you know, well, what you hope is you get a you get lucky like uh, the Colts, Peyton Man, and Andrew Luck. But you know, who knows what happens? But the time Stafford get old, I think this team is gonna be right where they need to be. But this guy's been he's been duct taping that franchise up for years, and I'm glad the executive, the coaches, and executives they know that. So that's that's all that matters to me. Um, tier three, man, and this is where you know a lot of people. I think tier three need to be broken up. I think we need to break this up before we even start. I think after the first five guys, let's draw a line. <laughs> the, the the tier three, uh, the five guys, the five guys first on the list was Cam, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Nick Foles, Jimmy G. Now I do believe I I, I do agree with you. Jimmy G should be. On the second one, but because he's been hurt, yeah, that's he's been the re- he hasn't played, he hasn't played eight games. So I mean, you know, uh, six, six and two started. So so <laughs> I mean, yeah. So um, so that that's I'm saying why he's on three for now. But those five right there, I think that's a I think that's a big gap. It's a, and I think that's a huge gap in this in this tier for the next guys: Derek Carr, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, James Winston, Mitch Trubisky, Eli Manning, Mariota, and Donald. All right. First of all, let me go and kill two. Like, I'll, let me like, hold on, like before you before, before you <laughs> say it, I, I don't want to break the tier up. Like how you say, it. I want to just make like a uh, an additional tier. Yeah, that's like, fine. I wanna, I, that's I, fine. I, I don't want to have I don't want to have three and then three point five. I want to break it up, or even we keep it the same. 
Just move Mariota to tier four. <laughs> the dude's hey, ass, man. But go ahead. Hey, no, that's what, that's what I'm about to say. I'm about to kill Marcus Mariota. Coaches are crazy. You are crazy if you think he needs a strong running game and a defense. The Tennessee Titans are making the playoffs and winning nine games despite of Marcus Mariota, despite of Marcus Mariota. And I don't understand. They're going to realize, and I'm, I'm going to say it right now, the Tennessee Titans are going to be a top, a bottom three team in the NFL this season. They eight, eight and eight or less. I think they're going to be three and thirteen, and they're going to realize that this guy Marcus Mariota is not the guy, and they're going to be spending the first round draft pick on another quarterback, and Mariota going to be a backup the rest of his career. I don't even think he's the best quarterback in, on Tennessee. Oh yeah, hey, I want Tannehill to get that job. That's why I said they're going to be eight and eight or less. Cause I think after a few games, they'll kind of see all right, Marcus, who's perennially not healthy, so he's either going to get injured, and they're going to have to take him out, or they're going to start seeing like. All right, we got to save our season. We didn't pay these guys on defense, and we got these running backs. We didn't pay Adam Humphreys. We got these receivers and Corey Davis. And, and drafted A.J. Brown. Yeah, Delaney Walker's back. You know, we got to – let's try to save our season. So, I think after about four or five games, if they, if they panic, they'll just go ahead and bench him. Or if he get hurt, they'll go ahead and just pull him and let Tannehill do his thing, which will probably save the season to get to about 6-10 and 10 or 7 or 8 and 8. But Tennessee's a perennially mediocre franchise. I never expect anything more from them than eight and eight. And then people on Twitter will probably say, "Well, they've been nine and seven the last few years. It's only one more game than eight and eight, <laughs> Jack Wagons. Like it's only one more game. Like come on, like that's still that's still mediocrity. You're bragging about nine and seven. That's, and I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't get the love for Mariota. Man, I, I understand he's a nice guy. So what? Like that's 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 not enough for me. Um, man, they better start tanking for tools. Tank for tools. They better start tanking for tools. Tool, Lawrence, it don't who it is. Take, you can take me. I, you know, I mean, Mariota is not. And then if, if if we talk about order on this, I don't understand. I, I don't understand the love of Derek Carr either. Now, I, I maybe I could be wrong. He maybe he probably had a. I I know he had a coaching change this season, last season, and but the MVP season, man, they were twelve and four, and they won what eight games. On the last drive, and you must tell me that's that's the he was a top quarterback at the time, MVP candidate, which I understand for that season. But uh, he can't he I don't think he should be above a a Mitch, James Winston, and Darnold. That's just me. He might be above Flacco, Dalton now. Um, I don't think he's above Dalton. Like I, I think with, with I think with with solid defense, Dalton can get the Bengals to ten and six. Like they, the Bengals have been competitive with Andy Dalton. You know, it's just. When no one had no defense or no O line, <laughs> he can't do it. He can't do it. And, and Eli, come on, bro. That's why he's in tier three because he can't carry. He can't team. carry. But I think when, when you have a solid, just just a few solid pieces for for any Dalton, he can do something. And I think Jameis, man, like he deserves to be in tier three. Yes. But but so much with uh, maturity issues and coaching staff down there in Tampa Bay. He hasn't fully been unlocked. Like I think oh, this year with yes. Bruce Arians, he's gonna get unlocked. Yes. Like he would probably wind up, like you said, in that top half of the two, three, right behind Cam, Kurt, and Dak, Jimmy G. I'm bumping Nick Foles yeah, down. I yeah, think I think, I think everything with the Eagles Bowl. was that's a fluke. That's just that's just Super Bowl why he's there. Which I'm believing he can be there for now just because he's gonna have the strong defense and the running game. That, that's that's the only reason why I'm gonna leave him there because yeah. because you look at everybody else, Derek Carr. We're we're hoping. They have a running game, hoping they have defense. Joe Flacco, he will, ha- he will have both. He will have both, so we can understand if he's, if he's at the point now where he's three, or he got to go to best of his backup. 
We're going to find that out. Man, Broncos going to be fighting for a fourth place with the Raiders. You're right. Uh, you, you, you're right. But, <laughs> but Vic Fangio's there, so that Broncos defense is going to be solid. We, we, you, know, you know how Lindsey is and, and Freeman together, so they're going to have a running game. Now, now Dalton is going to have a running game. Defense, we're going to find out. James Winston, they spent a lot of money on the defense. And we know the offense there. The running game is lacking right now. Now, Mitch Trubisky is in a per- – this is why he's in Tier 3. They went to playoffs last year. And he he had a running game and defense last year, so you know what I'm saying. Like it, it fits why he's here. You know what I'm saying. It fits right here. Hell no. Yeah, as long as he can turn into Alex Smith, like a comp, that's like a comp. As long as he can turn into somebody who can manage the game, don't kill the team, run occasionally and make plays, he'll be fine. Because that's really all Alex Smith was. Like Alex Smith was elite at what he does, but that's still a solid skill in the NFL. Like to be able to, I don't want to say just game match, but like just to be able to. When you got to win the game, you can go win the game, but you don't lose it either. Right. Uh, Donald, though. Uh, way too low. Way too low. If, th- if this is the order of the tier three, because um, Donald better than Mariota right now. First of all, Mariota and Eli. <laughs> I, what the? I just don't understand. Donald better than Eli right now. Like, <laughs> Donald <laughs> better than Flacco. He better than Derek Carr. I'd rather have Donald over those those four easily. I can debate Mitch depending on my team. If, if I if I need if I if I don't have a good defense I want Darnold, um, and Winston I I I, I love Winston I think I think once he, I think Bruce Arians is the right coach for him you're gonna see him sprout up because he's a gunslinger, and what what happened when before Big Ben got Bruce Arians and Todd Haley gunslinging doing crazy stuff I think Winston I think Winston's gonna get control he's gonna he's he gonna be wild control like you go you can do what you want to do but it's gonna be controlled environment by Bruce Arians and he's gonna he's gonna show that he's gonna he's gonna spot up, um. Tier four, unproven best suit is back up. Uh, I mean, I don't have what I don't have what to say about either. Not, man. not like to say Lamar, about it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a. I mean, I like Lamar Jackson. I, I think I think I think he's a solid. I think he's solid, but I don't I, I don't think he's can be a one, two, or three in his career. Uh, just, just the fact that um, he he's going to need a good running game and defense to win. I don't think he can elevate. He's going to need everything. He's going to need receivers, coaching, ownership, like. They they got to do a total rebuild of the Ravens because like they got to basically build a team around his skill set and the way the game flips so fast. By the time he <clears> really <throat> masters what he's good at, the game could flip again. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. like that. The person I'm highest on from that tier is Josh. Allen. Yeah, I love Josh Allen. You, you know I love Josh Allen. Josh Allen, all he needs is the accuracy, and really it's not even the it's just the short the, the intermediate game the, the ten to fifteen yards. He get that down pat. I mean, I, I don't see why the Bills – the Bills already got a good defense. Uh, the receivers, I mean, you get – they got John Brown, Cole Beasley. I think Zay Jones take a big step this year. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's solid. You know, I mean, that's, that's a nice little – They got they to they do some nah, – they got to do some I mean, more right now. now man. Like, that, solid, solid ain't going to do it when you got New England hovering over your head. <laughs> and then you got doggone Shady McCoy aging. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, nah, so, so, solid, solid won't do Keenum, it. Keenum and – Like Rosen – yeah. yeah, I think Keenum and Fitzpatrick right where they need to be because they really back up. They journeyman. Um, and Josh Rosen, man, I think he, I think he could be a three. Um, and all he just needs is a team round. Yeah, tier three at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he's a perfect tier three. You need to run the game and the defense. Right. And then I think going from Arizona to Miami is going to help him too because he's a Southern Cal guy, you know, going to UCLA and stuff like that. So I think he needs that warm weather location. Like he had in Arizona, they play inside the stadium. He's in Miami. That's, that's a warm weather place. So you'll get eight home games. And but on, the only thing is, 
when they go on the road to Buffalo and the Jets and New England, Ooh. he's going to probably struggle. Ooh. That's why he needs that defense to, to help keep him in the game. Right. I feel like he's going to struggle in that division in those cold weather games. Right. And then speaking of guys, you know, who need running games, Melvin Gordon, man, Zeke, they're holding out. Well, Melvin Gordon's holding out. I think Zeke's going to come to camp at some point because he has to because he got two years left. So I really don't want to spend too much time on Zeke. But Melvin Gordon um, – does he deserve the money that he's asking for? Um, the answer is no. Well, we had this debate about you know what where where, where does he belong? I don't think he's I don't think he's Zeke. I don't think he's uh, Gurley, Le'Veon Bell. But I think he can be in the same. I mean, he he has the same. I think he has the same reasoning for da- as David Johnson when it comes to David Johnson only had one good you know one great spectacular season and. Melvin Gordon this past season that was I mean, that was his best year, um, and I I feel like if David Johnson you know he 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 can he can go to there and be like David Johnson got this blah blah blah, and then so I did this blah blah blah, um, you know I deserve this much now, I don't think I don't I don't think he's gonna get it. I think that, I think the Chargers are gonna be uh gonna be strict about this and not pay him and Gordon gonna realize am I gonna do what Le'Veon Bell did? Yes, you can go you can walk away and. Go somewhere else, but I mean, tell me, tell me a team, tell tell me a team, Rashad, that is going to pay Melvin Gordon, and they're going to take the next step to be a championship contender from where he is right now. Uh, The team that will pay him, I can't think of anybody that would pay him because you know how we feel about running backs. You don't pay them, you let them write their rookie scale deal out. Maybe franchise tag on once or twice if they decide to sign it. If they if they refuse to sign it, move on. Like we both believe in running back by committee because these guys taking all this punishment. You know the the, the hits will keep coming. Like from high school to college to the pros, the hits will keep coming. So your body's gonna break down as a running back. You only have maybe five to eight years of good ball left in you because like look at Zeke and. Gurley and these guys, they spent three years in college because you can't come out until you're at least three years removed from your high school class, things like that. So you got these guys getting college carries. I mean, I think I think uh, Gurley had about, what, 500 carries in college, and then he didn't even finish his junior season because he tore his ACL. <laughs> and then you had Zeke. Zeke only played really two full seasons of college ball. Like he was just like a backup and got in from time to time his first his freshman year, but in mainly in just two full seasons, a few other games he kind of got in, got some backup carries. Zeke had 592 college carries, like that's crazy, man. And like he Zeke is already at 868 carries in the pros. He's only been in the league three years and he didn't even play all three years. He missed a game first year, he missed six the second year, he missed a game last year. Like he already almost a thousand carries. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then. Like, like these, Melvin Gordon, these guys are getting their bodies beat up. Melvin man. Gordon in Wisconsin, that he played more, more than all both of them. <laughs> yeah, Gordon, Gordon. Uh, I, I think Gordon stayed his whole four years and he has well, think, 631 college carries, and but he already has 897 in the pros. That's more than Zeke. That's, that's crazy. And and, and, and <laughs> Melvin Gordon banged up a lot. Um, exactly. and then like I said, so, I don't so why, so why would they pay him? It, it <laughs> and and here's my thing we just we just talked about the NFL tier quarterbacks, we said Rivers is number one. Which means he can carry a team. He doesn't need. He, I mean, yes, it does help you when you have a star running back. Yes, it does help you when you have a star receiver. It makes life easier because you know those guys are going to win their battles. You, you know that. 
But it's like, I mean, how bad? I mean, when Melvin Gordon was hurt, how bad did they fall off with Justin Jackson and Eckler? I mean, this, I mean, like I said, we're fantasy players. So when it comes to the offense side, we know what guys did what at what time because I remember Justin Jackson was a hot commodity and he was balling. He was hooping. So, so that means that, that means what? That means Chargers didn't miss a beat and they still won twelve Man, games. Rivers, Rivers been balling with whatever running back he has. He I mean, he came in the game. He had a, a legend in LT, Ladanian Tomlinson. And he and he didn't ball out with him. He balled out with Ryan Matthews. Who's that dude? What's that dude uh, named uh Isaiah, was it Isaiah Oliver or something like that? Ed, I don't know, Oliver something. It was a, I mean it was like Oliver running back. He was pretty good for about two years there too. Yeah, a, a good quarterback can make it work with anybody. That's why the Patriots always look so good. Like they they do the running back by committee. We got James White, we got Sonna Michelle, we got Rex Burkhead. We're gonna we, we, we gonna hand the ball to Devlin sometime. We're gonna hand the ball to anybody who can run the ball. <laughs> anybody who can go for it. And he got drafted Damian Harris from Bama. Who yeah, exactly. so it, it doesn't it doesn't I'm sorry guys, you can't you can't you can't pay running backs. I mean, it's fun for fantasy to have a stud running back. <laughs> now that's what I want to that's what I pay for a running back. But if it ain't that, I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see why. Why would you do that? Because, you know, like, like the only time I pay a running back, bro, is David Johnson. That's and that's the perfect situation where. Oh yeah, they 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 pay him early, when you which is, so so they get his best yeah, years. Yeah, you, you pay him early because he he. I think he went. He go draft right. I can't know. I, I can know he what he came out came out of. I, I think he was undrafted or really really late. So his contract already came up. But I would pay David Johnson because one. He's a he's not a he's a, he was a low investment at first anyway, and then second, my team was sorry, like I had no talent. That's the only time I pay a running back. I'm not I would I'm I'm sorry I'm the Rams I wouldn't have paid Todd Gurley. Z he, he was a third round draft third round pick. Round, oh, wow David, David Johnson. What the hell I'm talking about? Who some somebody good hell undrafted? I don't know who it was. Um, but you got you got all these guys who they draft who I draft the first round and yes, they're studs for the like you said four four or five years and you maybe have three years after that but. It's like if you coming in balling like a Zeke, uh, a Todd, you know Todd Gurley after Jeff Fisher left, they, it's 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 a it's a whole different ball game and I, and you can you can see, brother, the Rams have already low key probably already like realized they messed up because you gave Todd Gurley all this all this guaranteed money, you know you had to let a lot of guys go. I believe with Lamarcus Joyner, their safety, star safety left. Um, and they even paid Brandon Cooks. Like, why are y'all paying? I, I understand offense, you know, runs the lead pretty much. But when it comes to strictly a running back, the only team that I can justify paying a running back is the Jets paying Le'Veon Bell because you need a, a weapon for yes, Sam Yes, you Darnold. need weapons. Yeah, that, that was saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, we like Elijah McGuire, but he's just not cutting it. You know, some other guys who've been, uh, been there in that Jets backfield, you know, they're like Isaiah Crowell. Like, he's solid, but – when the Jets have a chance to get Bell to pair with Darnold to make his his life easy as a as a second year QB, you have to do that. So like, I can't kill the Jets for doing it, and I can't kill Bell or Tatum because it's basically the same money he would have got from Pittsburgh anyway. He just sat out a year and lost that money, but he saved the year on his body. So it depends how you view that. Um, I don't think the Cowboys would be able to pay Zeke because by the time you pay that, that's gonna look at Wentz deal and probably want the same thing. They gotta pay Amari. And then you're looking at the Cowboys having to pay their whole defense. Jalen Smith, I don't, I don't know how they make it work. And so. yeah, and, and Zeke, is, to be honest, I mean, yes, Zeke averaged 4.5 yards per carry, but you got guys like McFadden, DeMarco Murray, they hooped. 
You see what Latavius Murray and McKinnon did from Minnesota when Peterson left. You did see what James Conner did. Like, I, I don't get how many examples you need to realize you don't need to pay one. And I think – who would you rather play? Dak Prescott would you rather play Zeke Elliott? Like, I mean, these like, are – You're like, they, they moved on. They moved on from DeMarco Murray and they kept on running. So, like, you know, you bet off investing in your old line. Right, exactly. Because if you got a good old line, you can, it don't matter. You can make up running exactly. back look pretty exactly. good. Exactly. And, and you, you think about Andy Reid, just, just the Andy Reid thing, he never paid. I mean, he had Brian Westbrook. He had Darren Sproles. He had – Ryan Matthews again. He had um, he, yeah, they had McCoy for a little bit. Kareem, too. Kareem Hunt. Uh, who was uh, and, and and look, Kareem Hunt went out and they put in Damian and they kept on exactly. Rolling. So you don't really need a running back. I, I don't. And I think Cooper's for you know for Cowboys' sake. I think Cooper's more important. I think Zeke more important. You need that linebacker, Joe Smith and Van Der Esch when his time come up. Brian, you need you need to get the corner, Brian Jones. Got to pay him. I, I and Demarcus Lawrence only got the bag. Um. And your old line got the bag, so it's time to pay everybody else. And Zeke gonna be the last guys out. And I, I mean, I want trip this year. I go all out this year, and I, I mean, I just let him walk. And it's, it's probably be- best to do that. Yeah, this is the Cowboys make or break year. If they don't anything less than a Super Bowl this year is really gonna be a disappointment for them because after this year, they're gonna have to make some tough decisions on the roster. You you trade stuff to get Amari. Do you let Amari walk? They pay Dak and keep Zeke like. They're going to have some tough, tough decisions to make, man. So um, the Cowboys are in a real tough spot. The Chargers, I think the Chargers, they, they're they going to be fine. You have Rivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Eckler, Justin Jackson. And I think the Chargers have a top five defense in the league. The Chargers will be just fine. Will they win a division or not? Them and the Chiefs will be neck and neck. They'll probably both be around 11 and 5, 10 and 6, maybe 12 and 4 if things break right with. I think both of them are getting in the playoffs, and Gordon just gonna cost himself a season. Yeah. Like, you know, I just come back and leave. So. I, 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 yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, what you said too. Like, you know, he, he should want to play because, like, they got a chance to win the championship, probably at least get in the playoffs and have a shot at it. But, you know, who knows? I mean, like, what you said earlier, I'll allude to. Gurley them kind of messed the market up for these guys. Like he already got hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like so like Gurley Gurley uh getting hurt, Bell sitting out, and then even DJ, he got paid. He got hurt the first game with the broken wrist. I think guys are seeing like, man, these dudes getting hurt after they get paid or they not performing how we thought they can perform. We gotta revamp this position right here. And then what one little side note. They head coaches are running back. <laughs> they will, they will, they he can make running backs. I'm pretty sure he can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Um. So now we're gonna move into the last part of the show real quick and uh pass. It's a segment called pass or rush. And whether you pass on it, meaning you know, no, I you know, I don't I don't think it's a good idea. I don't know to the question or rush. You gonna you gonna rush to the answer? Yes. It's a it's it's a great move. Blah blah. Uh. So first, um. Tyree Hill did not get suspended. Is that a good move? You know, pass or rush? Is that you know is that a good move for the NFL? I gotta answer that. Great, it's great NFL didn't suspend him. You're not above the legal system. The legal system didn't do anything to him. The NFL shouldn't do anything to him. I'm just curious to see what the Chiefs do. Do the Chiefs keep him? Do they trade him after the whole Kareem Hunt thing? I want to see what the Chiefs do. What What do you think about it? Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rush today. I, I I don't think it's a 
I think it was a great move because, like you said, you're not, you're not above it. And I don't know why y'all think y'all the judge and executioner and you're not. And if Tyree Hills – because if somebody says you did something and you didn't do it, why are you still suspending me? It's not my fault that I was in the situation. You can just lie on me and you say anything. So, you know, if, if you don't have the evidence to prove that I did it and the, and the court said I didn't, don't suspend me. That doesn't make sense. Um, Odell Beckham – I mean, ooh, ooh, that's wrong. Odell Beckham said – he wants to play until he passes Jerry Rice. Can Odell Beckham, you know, pass a rush? Can he be the best receiver of all time? <laughs> pass? <laughs> no, he got. He keep on even pass T.O. and Randy Moss, <laughs> or or probably Chris Carter. He won't pass Larry Fitzgerald either. <laughs> he might, maybe I don't know. Or or, or Calvin Johnson. I mean, talent's there, but let's see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about it three year, three or four years from now. Um. Pass a rush, Green Bay don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> and they cut Mike Daniels. Uh, do you think they know what they're doing? Do you think they, or, or not? Because I don't know. I mean, I understand he 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 needed a contract and he wanted I and mean, he he probably he probably wanted, you know, big money as a D tackle. And I I feel like he's a top ten D tackle in the league. Um, but he he just made the team he made whoever picks him up, he just made the team happier and more, that much better on defense. No, nah, I'll pass on that. Guys get cut all the time in the NFL. Uh, I, I'll, I'll throw it to you, though, see what you think about it. I, I think I thought Packers were doing everything right, and honestly, man, if you can't trade him, I just you know if he's not going, if he gonna hold out, that's a different story. If he gonna hold out whole season, I mean, I'm out. I mean, I understand you. You might well get a roster spot to somebody else. Now, if he was gonna hold out and miss all the season, then you know, cut him. Um, but I mean. I'm the defense. You, you worked on the secondary last year. Now you worked on the defensive line, front four, and, and the linebackers. And now you got rid of your best lineman. So you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it, we'll we'll see about that one. Pass a rush. Kevin Bayard of the Tennessee Titans is the best safety in the game. I'm passing. He's not. <laughs> well, he just got paid five years, like five 70 years, million, seventy million, and the highest paid yeah. safety. So uh, he got he's the highest paid safety right now. Obviously, it's probably about timing. But he just set the market. So the next guy, Jamal Adams, Derwin James, they're yeah, making. Jamal, I was Jamal <laughs> they about Adams to make, already the, the best safety. They about to make. They about to make yeah. so much money uh, when the contract up. I'm kind of mad because I, I'm glad because Harrison Smith got paid two years ago. So <laughs> when his contract go, he be old. So we ain't got to pay him seventy million dollars. Um, and uh, last one, pass the rush. Lashawn McCoy will finish the season as a Buffalo Bill. Man, Shady McCoy gonna be rushing to find a new team. <laughs> Shady McCoy gonna get cut by the Buffalo Bills. Hey, Fred, when you spend a draft pick, I think it was top four four round pick on a on a running back, and they brought in the ageless, um, not really in my eyes, not a Hall of Fame, but probably would be Frank Gore. Um, he's there too, so and he's a, he he don't age, so he's gonna get a thousand yards. You just, you can just play Frank Gore and be all right, so. I killed the McCoy too. Uh, I, he he rushed to find another team, and I don't even know what team wants him. Well, I mean, what team need a running back of Shady McCoy? He's gonna be a running back by committee, but who? I don't. I can't. Uh, Chargers? <laughs> what? <are> you, what? <laughs> yeah, I say yeah, yeah, Chargers. Chargers, but they have to flip old Gordon out there or something like hey, that, man. Smart. Or, <laughs> yeah, smart. Gives it, or or somebody like you know somebody uh like Dolphins maybe. It, it's gonna be. I mean, Kenyon Drake is there, but he hasn't really proven. Himself yet, and then uh, Caleb Lodge. Uh, I know Matthew Barry is pretty high on him, and he's still mad at mad at McCoy <laughs> for, 
for uh, for ruining fantasy, but I, I don't know who uh who Shady could even go to. I mean, you know, he's he's still a a name back, and he's still when he's on the field healthy, he gonna he gonna fumble a couple of times, but when he's healthy, he's still a productive eight hundred to a thousand yard back. I mean, he could play for the uh you know. What, what was one of those uh, the AFL teams called? Not AFL. Uh, oh what, what, man, what, come what, on, man! <laughs> what was the league that just got started and got disbanded? Oh damn! Oh, that, that was, what was it called? Yeah, they were like the, the, the American League. Oh yeah, or something, something, something crazy. crazy. He, could, he could play for them, or he can go to the Outlets or something. I don't know. how you say that word? McCoy, McCoy, pretty much done. <laughs> we need, we need, we need a big three foot ex football player. <laughs> seven up seven drips all day long. Shout out Ice Cube in the big three, man. On ride with triplets to win that championship. Team power. Team up. power all day long, man. Uh, that's it for our show. I mean, it, you know, everything we talked about was great. And you know, I, I think I think that tier list, man, that was that was that was just that was excellent. I think who uh, you know that led did a great job with that, except Mariota and Saw Eli. You know, besides those two, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty much spot on. Yeah, it, it's hard to get a list you basically agree with. 90 to 100% of the time and that one was spot on outside of Mariota yeah preach care preach uh we out hashtag team Serbia Behringer Brothers Spirit Barrel Aged Wines, the official wine partner of the 2020 CMA Country Christmas presented by ABC, celebrates the holidays with a tacky sweater sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win a CMA Tacky Country Christmas sweater by texting SWEATER to 467467. No purchase necessary. Message and data rates may apply. Sweepstakes ends December 31st, 2020. Must be 21 or older to enter. See BehringerBrothers.com slash tacky sweater for official rules. Void where prohibited. Behringer Brothers Wine. Please enjoy responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.